So here I am, 2022, 2022, and a few hundred at least dives, scuba dives. I'm an open water scuba instructor, at least 50 plus students certified, taught, learned to dive. (laughs) And um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes people, students comment how smooth I make it or how professional I look. And that is not a brag by any means. I am very much not at the pinnacle and I I don't even know what I don't know. And I have a lot to learn. I have a lot to perfect. But obviously in the eyes of someone brand new who's never even really been on scuba or has had a few days, I look like the best of the best. And that's exactly what I thought about my initial instructor he knew the game, man. He, he looked like the best of the best. I remember him talking about neutral buoyancy, the thing when you don't sink, you don't float, you just, or you don't sink, you don't, yeah, you don't sink, you don't float, you just hover, kind of like flying. And he said, you'll be able to do this. And he sat there and he didn't move and he breathed and he, and he didn't really move. And I was like, man, I want to do that. I wonder how long it's going to take me to learn how to do that. And at the time I was, uh, rugby player in college my fifth year of college I was learning to dive as an extracurricular course and yeah I didn't ever know when I would use it and um, the funny thing is the why I'm telling you about all this is I want to talk about how far I've came and no but honestly my struggles because when someone looks at me and they're struggling and they're flabbering and blah 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 and they're having a hard time and they're like man this guy's so good like ah i wish i was that good you know but i looked at that instructor and i went wow you know i don't know how long this guy's been diving but obviously to be teaching a college curriculum class he knows a thing or two and he's put in the work and he knows what's going on and everything that he taught me seemed like it was by the book and it was exactly what I needed to hear and I was like I don't know how long it's going to take me to learn what this guy knows and I think that's the thing is I am a student and I, I was there to learn I was there to you know I was going to put what I learned into practice but this is in conversation about if my students are good students but rather where I was. So I, a a quick side story is the first day of class, you know, they give you the schedule and they tell you a classroom. And I assume there's a pool on South campus. I assume that's where it was. And I went there and there was no one by the pool. And I was quite embarrassed. I emailed this teacher and he said, yeah, we're in the pool at the gym. There's a classroom right next to it. So I missed the first day of class uh, because I was too arrogant to look at the schedule and double check where the classroom was. I get there, a lot of people, they all feel like, I feel like they all know each other. I don't know how. I feel a little out of place. But they give us the coursework and everything. And I'm, you know, I know how to read and we watch videos and we take quizzes and I get all the information down pretty well. And at this time, I had been starting to lift really heavy weights in preparation for the rugby season while I was reading all these books, which was great. And I felt really strong. I felt in some of the best shape that I'd ever been in. Uh, But then came the pool session. And they said, okay, you know, first day in the pool, we're just going to swim laps. We're going to do all the the pool evaluation. I said, okay. I mean, I grew up in the Jersey Shore. 
wrestling waves, battling waves, you know, just waves, just smash, just, <gasps> and you know, like before you, you, I open my eyes, take a breath, and another wave hits me, and, and just nonstop, nonstop. But we were always in about waist to chest deep water. We never were really allowed out much further because of the strong currents. So I'd never really done much swimming. Playing in the water, battling the waves, sure, but not swimming back and forth. Hmm. And even, a, you know, in a pool, I never, I, yeah, I just never swam laps. So um, I don't know how this is going to go, and I don't really think about it, but there's maybe 16 people in the class, and we have about two person people per lane, and everyone's lined up, and they say, you know, I don't remember, maybe it's eight laps, and they say go, and I take off freestyle, switching my head back and forth, not letting it put in the water. And I quickly become very exhausted. And I've, what I've learned from watching students now is I was most likely not even breathing, just holding my breath and just going. I didn't have any idea about breathing control. And I quit, I've flipped onto my back pretty quickly, swam a, a, a lap on my back, flipped over for a little bit. I tried to do the breaststroke. I had no idea how to do any strokes, honestly. I had no clue. And I'm worried about my the guy in my lane that I'm running into him. And This is long. I am hurt. I am, I am dead. I am... It also should be known that I'm very dense. And I have... I sink very quickly. So not only am I trying to swim, but I'm also trying to keep myself afloat at the same time. So I'm definitely struggling here. And I remember I go... I'm swimming back, and I have one full lap to do, and everyone is done. I'm in this huge pool room with 16 people, like two instructors watching me struggle on my back. And I'm like, oh, great. And there's even, I remember, don't take this the wrong way, but there's two very small girls, and they're even done. And I'm like, man, I'm really the last one? And I do the last lap, and I, yeah, it takes me forever. And I hop out. I'm breathing pretty hard. They say, get out. And, you know, we get on the pool deck, and I, everyone's standing around, kind of. And I'm, I'm, I drop to a knee to catch my breath. And they're like, okay, we're going to hop in the deep end, and we're going to do the 10 minute tread. And I'm like, dude. And the instructor's sitting on a life, life or a diving board, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm going to talk to everybody. Just kind of helps pass the time a little bit." And they're telling stories and they're laughing and they're joking around and everyone's floating around, and I am off to the side struggling, and I'm floating on my back, barely able to. And I'm like, I remember at one point I kind of hit somebody, and I'm like, "Oh, sorry." You know, I'm, yeah, I, basically I'm really struggling and, uh, that's finally over. And I'm like, dang, you know, there's a lot of reasons. Obviously I would been lifting weights. I wasn't attuned to swimming. I've been lifting weights, maybe a little sore. Honestly, I think I was only a week into the program. So maybe a little sore, but none of that is the real reason. I had just never practiced swimming. I had never practiced. And now since I moved to Florida and I started becoming a dive professional, I've gotten very into it. But, you know, the side stroke, the, um, butterfly or the breaststroke 
the freestyle. And I understand, like, take a breath in, exhale as I'm in the water gently, and being able to time my breathing with my strokes and, and all that. And, and it, it is an activity, you know. It's just not something I ever practiced before. And then all that's done. I remember there was a medical waiver. I guess this was beforehand. And I had asthma as a kid. I had sports-induced asthma where I just never felt fit, honestly. And I always had a hard time catching my breath. We would run. I would get exhausted. There were times I felt my head was going to explode. I just, I just had a really hard time with any kind of endurance activities, even wrestling. Um, I mean, there was times I would wrestle and I didn't experience the same breathlessness, but my whole body would just die, basically. I'd have no energy. And that is all about the oxygen getting to those muscles. So I got a sign-off for that. And so then we started learning scuba diving and yeah, everything went fine. I, I was pretty good in the water. I never had any freak-out moments. I was really excited I don't remember a lot of the training, to be honest. I remember it was really slow, and it was always like, dude, give me a little bit more. Give me a little bit more, but they always kind of just gave you enough. It was like two skills. We practiced them a lot. I always felt like I was excelling really well. Yeah, it it all went well. Uh, And then it came time for... But I didn't fully understand everything that was going on, to be honest some things like I remember we're going to test our weighting like this was a big thing you know we weren't wearing wetsuits in the pool so then we're testing our weighting now that we're wearing wetsuits in this cold quarry and I didn't really understand what we were doing I just I never felt totally trimmed out in the water but and so we practice the compass first and we do it on dry land and I'm like okay yeah this is the compass and they put the uh, like a towel over my head and they tell me walk out that way and then walk back but I got a pretty good just like general sense of direction and it was like obvious that like if I walk out that way I could turn around in 180 degrees and I could walk back without a compass so to have a compass I didn't really get it didn't really seem necessary it didn't seem useful and I don't remember how it went in the water but I just know I didn't really understand how to use it we did go over it in more more in depth in the advanced class the next semester, but I still I didn't do those dives. So it was only in the pool, and I just I never really felt like I needed or knew how to use it. It wasn't until I did my first open water dive in Australia, Great Barrier Reef, live aboard, where they said, Mike, these two guys, Axel and uh, Brad, South African and German guy that I was paired up with, they said, Mike, do you, you know who who wants to navigate? We're all kind of new, and I said, I I can do it, you know. I've, got some experience and like okay you do it and I was like oh (laughs) actually I have to navigate in the water but honestly I didn't really know what I was doing but it went well they they I don't know the exact dive plan they said swim out 270 degrees you hit this rock swim around it to the left come back you know when you have this much this should be your time and surface with this much and um it was all going smooth, but as a leader, I felt I, I would always swim a little too fast. I always felt like there was somewhere I needed to go, and it was like it was more like a recon mission. I felt like like go out, check it out, come back. Not like go out and enjoy yourself underwater. Just take your time, slow down. It's all good. 
I mean, we even lost one guy because I was just swimming so dang fast. And that actually led to me breathing through my air. I, this is a little bit different story, but I think it's still related. Breathing through my air too quickly. And <laughs> we had a surface in, in front of the boat. Wait, like well in front of the boat. We were on our way back to it, but I was like, guys, we got a surface. I'm really low on air. And they're like, oh, come on. Like we were in pretty shallow water. But yeah, we had a surface and we had a, we had a pretty long swim back to the boat. Luckily, it should have been... Well, the boat was moored. Uh, but yeah, possibly into the current. Again, with the current. I'm not sure. But they were like, Mike, dude, breathe less. I remember the one guy saying, breathe less. I was like, dude, I don't... You know? But it was probably... I was swimming too fast. I was nervous. I was thinking a lot. There was a lot going on. I wasn't thinking about my breathing. I just breathed too much air. And then going back to that original open water dives, the certification dives, I had to do the emergency swimming ascent. But remember, I, you know, I had a lot of issues with my breathing. And they said, you know, we're doing the emergency swimming ascent. So you... I don't want to get into the skill, but basically you have to swim up from 20 to 30 feet, exhaling the whole time. I'm with the instructor. And yeah, they say go and I'm going and I'm like, I'm like halfway there. I'm like, and I cheated, you know, I took an extra breath in and I was still coming up and I wasn't panicking, but I just like, I, I, I just couldn't do it, you know? I wasn't, like, freaking out, but I was just... I was kind of freaking out about my breathing, not necessarily being underwater. Like, I knew I could take another breath, but I was like... Ah! And we started to swim back in. I'm like, dude, I lost my snorkel. I somehow knocked my snorkel off my head and all the commotion. Ridiculous. <laughs> Super weird. And, I'll let this be known, I did not plan any food for lunch for the first day. And I the instructor said, you know, we're making some burgers. And I was like, dude, I'm like huddled by him. I'm like, give me more burgers. Give me more burgers. And like, he was supposed to make like maybe one for everybody. Like I wanted like three or four, you know, I, I didn't get that many. I maybe got one or two, but I was not prepared at all. Silly. Well, that's a, that's a whole nother story where like my car got towed. We had to drive like two hours to this quarry for the weekend. And I was going to camp out and my car got towed. Uh, that afternoon that I was supposed to leave and I didn't have an iPhone to give me directions uh, but I had a, a GPS machine in that car but that car got towed because our neighbors so I had to ask my brother who was living near me to borrow his car for the weekend and I had to get the directions on my iPad and screenshot them and then I figured out that his car had a mile marker like it counts your speedometer, whatever. So I was like, okay, turn left in two miles. I'm like, okay, oh, coming up on two miles. Oh, there's the turn. Okay, uh, turn right in 37 miles. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, it's been about 36.5. Oh, there's the turn. Yeah, perfect. So like, I figured it out, and I got there a little late. It was dark, and uh, I camped, and I slept in the driver's seat of my of my brother's car, and I yeah, I just did whatever it took, you know. And I got through the weekend, and it was cold, and it was yeah, it was tough, but. And then we started the advanced class. And at the time, I, I, I heard, you know, hey, we're doing an advanced class next next semester. Like, you guys should think about it. And I thought, wow, man, dude, I am, I'm going to be the cream of the crop. I've never heard of an advanced level scuba diver. 
I'm going to be pretty good. I'm, when I get out there, I'm going to be pretty good. And I'm already pretty good right now. So I thought I was going to be really good. So I signed up for that class. And we did a lot of stuff and, you know, all kinds of buoyancy and lift bags and propulsion. That's where I learned a frog kick. You know, I, I think this course, taking that course really kind of changed the trajectory of, of my life, if I were to say anything, is taking that advanced class. But... You know, we did our final exam, Neutralite Buoyant, in the pool. It was pretty cool. But it was about that time, maybe it was during my open water class, that I, I learned about breathing. And I learned that just like how to breathe, that to use our diaphragm, to do it light, slow, and deep, to understand the relationship between oxygen and carbon dioxide. Where like, when I was doing that emergency swimming ascent, it was like, ah, brain, dude, you're going to die. You have nothing left. It's like, no, like, that's just the carbon dioxide building up. I'm not out of air. And if I would have learned how to take a deeper, bigger breath, I would have been able to expel more out and I would have been able to exhale softer and slower. So that really changed everything. Understanding that. And then the advanced course, having to being able to put it into play. And so, yes, yeah, so some of my, my biggest pitfalls were being really bad at swimming and now you know what i've just practiced it a lot i've swam a lot i swim laps in the pool i swim in the ocean all the time with the golf i just practice swimming it's really fun they were being too heavy uh, being really dense and although that does make my swimming harder it makes scuba diving easier because i need a lot less weight some people need 20 pounds i'll need maybe four or six pounds The former exercise-induced asthma, now I consider breathing and being able to teach people how to breathe one of my greatest strengths to, to understand and change people's dysfunctional breathing patterns like I had. Not everyone has asthma. Some people just have like anxiety or uh, sometimes panic attacks, which that's a very complex subject, but I think a lot of it has to do with breathing and over-breathing. So being able to teach people about the, the pitfalls of over-breathing and to breathe less and to breathe deep, to breathe right, it's amazing. You know, scuba diving, buoyancy, it's all about breathing. So to be able to do that slowly, it, it changes the game and it changes our ability to stay focused and in the moment. Instead of thinking about this and that and this and that, it's like just... I got to inhale and I got to exhale. And then I'm going to swim over there. The compass. Not understanding the compass. Well, I mean, yeah. Now, now I like the compass. <laughs> I think it's the coolest thing. I really like to work my spatial awareness. It's not that hard once you learn it. I've used the sun. I've used the compass. I've used a digital compass. But it's really like it helps to understand where we are at in the water. And obviously I'm teaching how to use the compass. And it was actually cool that this past class, I taught some people some the side stroke, and they're like, yeah, that really helps out. I was exhausted after freestyle. I'm like, yeah, switch to the side stroke. It'll save a little bit of energy. It's easy. And the emergency swimming ascent, you know, that's a drill. That, that kind of had to do with the breathing, but that's a drill that I practice often for fun in shallow water. You know, sometimes deeper water. I'll do it on part of my ascents, but... So, it, it's not easy. It's not even that simple. It's pretty complex. I, you know, I do some simple things. Network marketing, pretty simple. Scuba diving, 
teaching scuba diving not that simple i mean sort of but to explain the concept but like when you're doing it it's not that simple there's so much going on and it's not that easy but it can be and with practice it gets easier and and then it becomes really easy and it becomes really simple but like in the moment it is very ridiculous and there's so much going on and it's okay to fail understand that a scuba class you're there to learn you are there to practice you're there to to learn (laughs) you're there to to try a new thing you know it, it it's just the beginning you're just absorbing these things it's like there's not a lot of things to compare to you know like when someone can go to the gym they just go to the gym you don't just get by scuba gear and start diving and then figure it out because like if you're you get a little sore in the gym or you don't know how to do like that doesn't work in scuba diving you could die so we go to to a class and you learn some things and you, you start putting them into practice but it takes practice and it takes having a learner's mindset so don't get discouraged it's okay if you're not as good as your instructor it's okay if you're not as good as the person next to you it's okay if you're just not that good just don't rush through it ask for help ask what to do better keep trying ask for help keep trying if you want to do it you'll do it you'll stick with it if you don't want to do it you'll find an excuse if you want to do it you'll find a reason so (laughs) good luck and safe diving Let me know if you need any help. Peace.